get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid Telling all my people's look, let's get paid Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid They tell me, clever man, come on, you think too much Where you been? I ain't heard you spit in months Did you hang it up? Did you fall off the floor when you lose in the crush? Yeah, such and such, man, it's funny how when you out of sight, you be out of mind How a good woman, friends, and money be hard to find I've been on my hustle, stacking paper on the grind in Atlanta Trying to build a shot, real talk These days it's hard to stay sober Switching time zones with the four-hour laid over Fifth out, I flush out, red from the doja I cry hard cause I can't flow in the soda You can tell I'm clever, doja You in the corporate office somewhere over there You with a Range Rover, this is getting colder And I ain't got time, man, I got a shot Email me in October I'm telling all my people, look, let's get paid Asking all boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Number one source for knowledge in the information age. High frequency radio network. Ever so, 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 so
reach up and snatch that bread. Get the fam fed. Get it like a man, like my uncles and pops would if they had the chance. Or maybe they did and just couldn't advance. Damn, all I can be, I am more than a man. Y'all don't understand. Gotta get the cheese like a multiple choice question. And all I see is big. Father told me long ago ain't nothing free, so I was talking that cheese like it's new years. Everyone be crucial I can never break You will never see me do so Resolution I will always be on top Like resolution Got the life Cause I will shine bright Pump the music baby It's a revolution Feel the music baby It's a resolution Pump the music baby It's a revolution Rain in the windshield The wiper blades Got me dazing off In outer space Working out my next chest move a hole in the game to break through In the meantime, I just grind and play dude Rhyme and say you rather die than shot you Since I was knee high, I shine better than bruise The face and egos so much better than you My flow is clever fight, so I can never lose And you know it won't stop Till a brother talking shop In an office with a view And a 30-story drop And a pretty girl or two Saying, man, we take your shoes Clever, welcome to the top Cause I need that gravy Checking the room, making sure nobody's shaded Laying in wait, lurking, waiting to play it Gotta pay the bills, gotta feed the baby If getting in it is a sin, Jesus save me Yeah, yeah You been listening to Long Road Home It's DJ Foo, Cannon Music Quick Hit Hit me on Twitter, at DJ Foo Hit clever, hit Thank you. 
pistol. How I think bold out of my mind. Feeling like committing a crime. Get a lot for that. I won't snitch. I ain't dropping a dime. I'm a self-made hustler. Top of the line.
doing? Peace, peace. Peace of the gods. As always, I would like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation. Here on High Frequency Radio Network. As I say, this is The Foundation. And we are high frequency. But we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So, as always, we apply that correct information in the correct form and fashion here at the foundation. <laughs> I want to start off by saying all thanks, honors, and praises to the Creator and the ancestors. I want to say big up, shout out to my big brother, you know, the uncle of the conscious community. You can call him Uncle Yusuf. I call him Big Brother Yusuf. Also known as Yusuf L. High Frequency Radio Network Creator, SPCUniversity.com. I say he secure party creditor king with with regards to doing that dance. Hands down, hands down. So make sure you check that out if you you know you're looking to get danced danced around and danced up with that secured party creditor process information check them out spcuniversity.com that's the big brother uncle Yusuf I also like to welcome you to check out welcome to the foundation.com sign up for the email list you get that exclusive content offers and you also get prior notice to any events that come up. So, you know, we got an offer coming out with regards to trustee training very soon here. That offer will only be to extended to members of the email list. So, I suggest you sign up. Or welcome to the foundation.com. Sign up for the email list. You're probably going to get a screen that says you got to go and check your email. Don't just ignore that. Don't even worry about it. Also, welcome to the foundation.com. You can check out that PDF section. All that stuff is free. Just grab it. You can download it. Download it directly to your hard drive, external hard drive, to your SSD. I mean, if you got one, a DVR, I don't know if you can do that. Bottom line is you can just grab that stuff and go with that free information we offer here at the foundation. You can also check out the education section where we have foundation trust primer specifically over 18 documents hand picked by yours truly that by me that would be me and yours truly is me that's that's me you know for for beginners you're just starting out where do you begin i get that question all the time so i went through everything that i had and was like you know what this is what 
I wish someone would have gave me the first time I heard the word trust. So that, that's the Foundation Trust Primer, you know. It's read on. If you don't want to read, you get a consultation. And you can book those also at welcometothefoundation.com. You can also find the Foundation Trust Series, Part 1, Part 2, Part 3. Just say beginner, intermediate, advanced. You know, start from, from A and go to about Y. Don't go to Z because, you know, you, you need training, you need expertise, you need proper structures. But, you know, I, I, I'd say it's pretty, I you know, there's some things I learned putting those things together. So I would definitely recommend that you check it out. You know, the Foundation Trust Primer, but, you know, the Foundation Trust Series, for real. It's a presentation, PowerPoint, you know, Supreme Court case citations, Black's Law Dictionary, definitions. It's not me just saying a bunch of things that I think that I know because I read the 12-step process or something, you know. And you have the Passport No Social Part 1, Part 2. Available at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com Part 1 is how you get it Part 2 is how you use it We recently Linked back up with Brother Chris L So you know we're we're going to work on Scheduling that Part 3 So if you're interested in that You know stay tuned I would get linked up with the email list Because email list subscribers will Be notified that hey Part 3 is available Or you know I think we're doing a He wants to do a live webinar so you get access to the live webinar. So at the end, you'll be able to ask him questions about the passport, no social live. Just talk to Chris L. And then, you know, obviously that webinar um, after post production, sure, will be available at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. So, <clears throat> you know, I would I would check it out. That's the education section. We also have, you know, a spot where you can grab us. And drop us a line at the Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page. You can also make a donation or book a consultation all at one spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. It's a dope website. You check it, check it out. Check it, check it, check it out. I want to say peace to all the listeners. What's up, peace? All the live listeners, live callers, live internet listeners. However, you check out the show live. You know, it's the future. We in the future right now. I don't know, how, I don't know what you're doing. But if you're checking out the show, I want to say peace. Thank you very much. Uh, even if it's, you know, archive listeners, you know, shout out to the archive listeners. Just as important to, as the live listeners, in my opinion, you know, equally important. You know, if you can't check out the show live, there's a lot of people who check out the archives, Mel. So I want to say peace to the archive listeners. You know, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, you know the drill. However you check out the show, I want to say peace. Peace to all the trustees and private trustee training here at the foundation, as well as all those investing in their private education outside of the foundation. I also want to say peace to everyone that we have done business with in the private, anyone who sent a well wishes, email, say what's up, or thank you, or current event, or how, however... 
you have interacted with us. I want to say peace. And thank you. And I see you. Respect. We're going to keep it moving. You know, we're just going to get it popping. So, today's show is called Why Trust Matters. I'm, You know, I feel like conceptually it's difficult to express, you know, why trust matters. And, you know, I think, you know, I have a lot of people who get in trustee training and they're, they're attempting to you know, express the importance and, you know, the overall, I guess, like I said, concept of trust, private trust specifically. And they run into some difficulties, you know, you know, also I feel as though with the properly comprehended conception of trust and why trust matters I, I I feel you know I'm not sure because you know people have free will you do what you want but I feel though that if people you know if brothers and sisters understand what trusts are private trusts what they are and why they matter I feel as though more people would take action. And this primarily is the reason why, you know, the foundation exists. It's the reason why, you know, I even have a relationship with Yusuf. Seriously, you know, I want to help. I want to help. I want to assist. So, um, and that, you know, that's put me into a lot of different situations and and giving me a lot of different opportunities and I'm appreciative and, and I'm and respectful of. But ultimately the 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 principle, the underlying principle that brought me to this position, however you view it, remains the same. As you know, I I really truly believe that if people knew they would act and people need to know. That's it. It's really plain to me. And I'll say it in different ways, though, you know, the foundation, we we reestablish the foundational understanding of, of commerce and how you do business in, 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 in the public. You know, basically, that's, you know, what I say. And, and that's true. That's absolutely true. The goal of the foundation, which is a trust, it, it, it's educational in nature, which, you know, Equates to charitable, but you know, not tax exempt because you know, I ain't applying, applying for tax exempt stat- status for the foundation. Man, come on, anyways. The impetus or the purpose is t- to educate, to educate people on these structures and why they're important. And, and yeah, there's maybe difficulty and, and, and work. Tied to getting these things up and running and getting up to speed with how to properly function and administer a private trust. But you know, I stand, I stand on on that. On that, that you know, I, I have a firm belief that people would act. So that's you know, that's. We're going to go into that. We're going to get in. Why does trust matter? We're going to get into that. But first, let's jump into these 
current events player player. I I really don't want to though. I got some bad news for y'all. All right. And you know I'm not playing. I'm not joking. I'm not trying to be dramatic either. You know, or an alarmist. Y'all know I'm not an alarmist. I'm not trying to in any way, shape, or form be out here getting people all hyped up. But I gotta say this, and you know I'm gonna ease into it. But when I get to it, it's in current events too. I'm just gonna let you know. You know, so follow me. Right now, I about let me just let me just look. All right, let me just start with the current events. We'll get to it. All right, boom. Let's do this. Reuters.com. Global markets. Wall Street pulls back on stocks. Treasury yields dip. It's not looking good. Let's just start with that. Wall Street pushed stocks and Treasury yields down today. Both after hot had. I'm sorry, after both had powered higher, excuse me, earlier in the week as investors took in the strength of the economy and hawkish comments from U.S. policymakers two-year, U.S. Treasury yields have risen sharply so far in March and were set for their first and biggest monthly jump since 2004. Investors have been relatively sanguine and such about complications and higher yields on stock market valuations with many choosing to buy back in after a bruising few months for equity markets. The narrative took a pause today as major U.S. equities indices climbed around 1%. Let me tell you, a correction, I believe, is 10 and a recession or, nope, a correction is 5. Don't quote me on this. Y'all got to look this up, man. I think a correction is 5 or 10. A recession is 15 to 20, and a depression is 30 to, to wherever it goes. It's, it could be all bad, 39, 9%, 100%, who knows, player. But 1%, that's not, that's not, you know, that's not just glitter. You can just brush off. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, so 350 points. S&P lost 41 points. NASDAQ Composite dropped. 139.74, roughly, it's all 1%. It's 1% unanimous. European stocks also fell about 1%, with the pan-European equity benchmark hitting a new month high in early London trading before falling back as traders took profits. And that's going to be the narrative. It's going to be what's going to be said. They're going to say, buy them a dip. Just, just pay attention. CNBC Powell says inflation is too much. Inflation is too high, and the Fed will take necessary steps to address it. This is a setup to raise interest rates, period, in my opinion. In my opinion, you know, I don't give legal advice, tax advice, insurance advice, child advice, uh, uh, automotive advice. I, ca- I can't give you mailbox, installation advice. I don't give advice, man, legal or otherwise, period. I can't even give you advice on how to... Blow up a balloon, sometimes the small ones, they they hurt your cheeks in the back. Look, my bad. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell on last Monday voted, excuse me, vowed tough action on inflation, which he said jeopardized an otherwise strong economic recovery. Quote, the labor market is very strong and inflation is much, much too high. End quote. The central bank leader said in prepared remarks for the National Association for Business Economics. Mm-hmm. 
It's going. I'm just gonna move forward because that's all we need to know. Right? From now on, CNBC, the Federal Reserve is shrinking its nine trillion dollar bond program. Here's what that means for your portfolio. Folio. Folio. Members of the Federal Reserve are debating how quickly to reduce the central bank's portfolio of bonds without starting a recession. Heading into the second quarter of 2022, the balance of the Federal Reserve's assets is almost $9 trillion. The majority of these assets are securitized holdings of government debt and mortgages. Most were purchased to calm investors during the subprime mortgage crisis in 2008 and 2020's panorama. So you see the things from 2008 are still heavily applicable within the market and specifically within, uh, look, quote, what's happened is the balance sheet has become more of a tool of policy. End quote, this is Roger Ferguson, former vice chairman of the Federal Reserve Board of Governors. This is what he told CNBC, because that's, you know, that's, that's the source right now, you know what I'm saying? Quote, I'm sorry, he went on to say, the Federal Reserve is using its balance sheet to drive better outcomes in history. End quote. The U.S. Central Bank has long used its power as a lender of last resort to add liquidity to markets during times of distress. When the central bank buys bonds, it can push investors towards riskier assets. The Fed's policies have boosted U.S. equities despite tough economic conditions for small businesses and ordinary workers. So they said, despite economic conditions for small businesses and ordinary workers, the Fed's policies have boosted United States equities. That's a flat-out admittance that, hey, the stock market is booming regardless of how the small businesses and ordinary workers are doing because they're not... We're not including, including them. Catherine Judge, a professor at Columbia Law, says the Fed's stimulus is like grease for the gears of the financial system. Quote, if they apply too much grease too frequently, there are concerns that the overall machinery becomes risk-seeking and fragile in alternative ways. End quote. Analysts believe, in this, pay attention, analysts believe that the Fed's choice to raise interest rates in 2022 quickly reduces I'm sorry, raise interest rates in 2022, then quickly reduce the balance sheet at the same time could set off a recession as riskier assets are repriced. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. And, you know, that's this is, you know, this is some of the reasons how people get over. What is it over? No, under, 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 underwater in their mortgage. Riskier assets are repriced subprime mortgages, uh, mortgages that may be in default or coming towards default, especially right now because we're coming out of that, you know, that 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 mandate where, you know, federal mortgages or mortgagees did not have to pay for a while. I'm sure there's a lot of people that got into a little bit of trouble with that. And now is not the time to be, look, if you rep- um, CNBC, the Federal Reserve is Oh, I already said that I'm sorry, I just gotta go I gotta keep going Reuters, And real quick, Fed officials nod to Big rate hikes to fight Inflation, inflation Inflation Federal Reserve policymakers Today signals they stand Ready to take more aggression Aggressive action To bring down 
unacceptably high inflation, including a possible half percentage point interest rate hike at the next policy meeting in May. And that's two months away. So we'll see what these markets do, you know, because, you know, that talk. That's, you know, that's that bring bring the smoke, bring the smoke talk. Speaking of bring the smoke, I'm going to bring some cash. Here's why gas is $6 a gallon in California. I don't, I don't really care. I just want to read that headline. Moving forward. Forecasters see growing chance of recession as Fed hikes rates this year to fight inflation. They're saying it. I'm not. CNBC mortgage rates are surging faster than expected. Why not? The Fed is signaling that they're going to raise interest rates. This is prompting economists to lower their home sales forecasts. Average rate on a popular 30-year fixed mortgage hit 4.72%. Ouch! Yesterday, nope, Tuesday, yep, yesterday, maybe, I don't know, 26 basis points higher since just Friday. That's a lot of movement. As a result, the recent spike in rates, I'm sorry, as a result of the recent spike in rates, economists are now lowering their home sales forecast for this year. A shift in, guess what, policy outlook from the Federal Reserve suggesting far more rate increases than expected is pushing bond yields higher. The 30-year fixed mortgage loosely follows the yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury bond, which is now at the highest level since May of 2020. I'm sorry, 2019. Almost in 1919. Quote, rates have a small chance to top out before hitting 5%. And a good chance of topping out before hitting 6%. Quote, this is Matthew Graham. I'm sorry. That was funny to me. Chief Operating Officer of Mortgage News Daily. He went on to say, quote, it is a rapidly moving target in this environment where we legitimately and unexpectedly find ourselves needing to be concerned with inflation for the first time since the 1980s. End quote. And he's correct there. First part was kind of funny. <laughs> Small chance and a good chance. The small chance, the chance, whatever. Moving forward, U.S. new home sales drop further as mortgages and their rates rise. Prices push homes higher. And I can see that happening, but we're going to see something happen out of that. Says the new U.S. single-family homes unexpectedly fell in February amid rising mortgage rates and Higher housing prices, which are squeezing out some first-time home buyers from the market. We've been seeing that for a couple of years now. CNBC mortgage refinance demand, that's what, plunges 14% as interest rates spike higher. Booyaka shot. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's going down. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, and conversely... CNN business rent jumped 17% since last year, hitting a new record. The cost of monthly rent reached a new high in February with the typical apartment now $283 more expensive each month than it was just two years ago. The national median rent is not, was, excuse me, $1,792 last month, up 17% from a year ago. According to a report from Realtor.com, rent 
for studio apartments, one bedrooms, and two bedrooms all saw double-digit increases over the past year. February marked the seventh straight month of rents soaring by double-digit percentages after rents created in some of the biggest cities during, I'm sorry, cratered after rents cratered in some of the biggest cities most recently. Quote, with rents up by nearly 20% over the past two years, rental prices are likely to remain high. But we do expect some cooling from the recent accelerated pace. End quote. This is Danielle Hale, chief economist at Realtor.com. And, you know, I think she's right. I think, you know, we're not going to really see um, any reduction in overall rents. And, and how much people are having to pay. But what we will see is a slowing of the quick pace of increases in rents year over year. I, you know, sure. Yep. Moving forward. CNBC, who would have thought single-family rent prices are surging at a record rate, led by homes in sunbelt cities like Miami and Phoenix. Could you believe it? I believe it. Demand for single-family rental homes is soaring, pushing prices to record highs as Americans continue to want larger homes out, I'm sorry, with outdoor spaces. Single-family rents gained a record 12.6% year-over-year in January, according to a new report from CoreLogic. Single-family rents soared 38.6% in Miami. Can you believe it? Demand for single-family rental homes are soaring. Every major market saw increases, but cities in the Sun Belt saw truly stunning numbers. Phoenix, as well as Miami, being up 38.6%. Phoenix has gains of 19.9%, and Orlando, 18.9%. Washington, D.C. area saw the lowest annual growth in rent prices, but they're still up 5.6%, which, uh, you know, it's not good if you're trying to find a rental. Okay, so here we go. When I was talking earlier, I was like, okay, well, I'll just I'll just talk about it later. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Two more, two more. <laughs> I'm sorry. March U.S. auto sales to tumble on rising inflation and geopolitical crisis. U.S. auto sales could decline in March as rising inflation hinders spending by customers already limited by slim inventories due to supply shortages and now geopolitical crisis. Supply bottlenecks were showing signs of easing in recent months, but that progress is likely to be stalled by recent geopolitical events. That's not good. Ford will start shipping explorers without all the parts. And add them later, they say that auto industry has a saying, you can't build a car with 99% of the parts, but 
the computer chip shortage is proving that wrong. Ford will begin shipping Explorer SUVs without all of its chips to address the tight inventory of vehicles available for sale at dealerships. The automaker disclosed this weekend that it would build Ford Explorers with without rear seat controls for the air conditioner and the heat. The driver in front seat passenger will still be able to adjust the climate controls for back seat passengers, but people in the back won't be able to change the temperature for themselves. Quote, we're doing this as a way to get our customers their vehicles sooner, end quote, said a Ford spokesperson. He also said Ford had already offered buyers of its best-selling F-150 pickup truck a choice. They could give up a fuel-saving feature called Start-Stop and get a $50 credit. Or they could wait for the truck to be built with the feature. Start-Stop automatically turns the engine off when the truck comes to a complete stop and then restarts it when the driver takes their foot off the brake. Start-Stop option is only available at the time of an F-150 is built and cannot be added later or after the fact, but Ford will be able to install the rear seat climate control feature on Explorer shipped without the feature. Once the chips become available, it will be added at the dealership at no cost to the owners. Hey, man, we're starting to see partial products. Okay, here we go. Boom. Now, I don't like I said, I don't want to be an alarmist. I'm not an alarmist, but I want to get into this. And this is this is right now before, you know, everyone learned about the panorama, before that really started popping and everybody really knew about, you know what was going on. Before that, I talked to a friend of mine, you know, who's uh He's my guy. He's he's my guy. He he was he's an ex army intelligence officer. I can say that, um, but that's about it. All I will say about him. That's about all I've ever said about him. You know, in the public. But I spoke with him, and he said he told me what was going on, and he told me what to do and how to prepare, right? And he told me what was going to happen in the future, right? He told me about the panorama, and he he told me something else. And I believed him. I believe him. I believe him every time. But I didn't say anything on on the show. And I felt bad because I didn't say anything. You know? Because there were shortages of stuff. People people didn't have food. And I just felt like, you know, I could have told people to, get, to prepare. I've been telling people to prepare for inflation. That's why we are not surprised that we're seeing all this inflation. inflation. That's why we're not surprised... Of what's going on, but it's still not being surprised. Still doesn't help the pocketbook, and I, you know, I get that. So you know, being able to be prepared is really important, and this is this is what I feel. So here's what I'm gonna say. Um, my guy said that there's gonna be a war, and. <clears throat> You know, I asked him, I was like, you know, is it the Ukraine? And he said, no, it's bigger than that. He said, we're going to go to war with Russia. And China's going to be on the side of 
Russia. And then there's going to be other countries that start choosing up, and it's going to get really weird really fast. And it's going to start with currency wars, which already started. That's what he told me. Yep, we're dealing with currency wars already. That happened. It was happening when he told me about this. Um, And then he said, there's going to be cyber wars. There's going to be proxy wars, and there's going to be escalate to, you know, a military conflict. So I think we're at the time where I could say this, you know, I I don't see this conflict that's happening right now in any way, shape, or form de-escalating. And, you know, this is happening pretty much how he told me it's going to happen. And I'm not trying to build any alarm or anything, but, you know, my man, every time he tells me something, especially about geopolitics or about finance, he's right every time. So I don't know what that means to you. But CNBC, U.S. government formally accuses Russia of committing war crimes in Ukraine. And this is a precursor. This is one of the reasons that me personally, I believe, is going to be used to justify some sort of military activity by the United States in that area, in that zone, in this in this proxy area, which is going to spill over. Um I don't know if you're paying attention to media, if you're paying attention to commercials and TV shows and stuff like that. But there's an even even NPR, you know. There's a lot of negative and I would say in some senses propaganda that's influenced that our negative view of, you know, Russia and China right now. And I'm not saying anything about politics and what they're doing and if Russia is right or Ukraine is right. You know, I'm choosing to remain neutral as my duty as trustee of the foundation. As I act in that capacity, it's not my job to say anything with regards to my personal opinion on geopolitics. It's my job to express my knowledge and comprehension with regards to perceived facts and information. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken formally announced that the U.S. government has determined Russia committed war crimes in Ukraine. Quote, Russia's forces have destroyed apartment buildings, schools, hospitals, critical infrastructure, civilian vehicles, shopping centers, and ambulances, leaving thousands of innocent civilians killed or wounded. And quote, Blinken said in a statement, the determination was announced while President Byron was in an air was in the air en route to Brussels for the NATO and G7 summits. And here we go. Um, I don't want to be an alarmist, but, you know, this is what I'm going to say. And this is what I'm going to say. And you'll see. I got a little evidence for you. But I will start, start stocking up on food, start stocking up on water, you know, bottled water, um, food non-perishables, pastas, pasta sauce, stuffs in cans, tuna, spam. And I'm not saying don't go crazy. Don't go crazy. But I would say like you want a week, two weeks, three months, whatever you can do. 
That's what I would say. So if you go, if you're going to the grocery store tomorrow, just some some items, just buy. If you buy one of them, usually buy two, maybe three. If you buy two of them, maybe buy four of them. You know, don't break your budget. But I personally have been and am actively, you know, stocking up on food, non-perishable food and water, bottled water. Russia's forces have destroyed apartment building schools. Many of the buildings Russian forces have it are clearly identifiable as in use by civilians. There's bombings of a maternity hospital and a theater that were clearly marked with the word for children which were supposedly in huge letters visible from the sky. Do I take a position? I don't. I'm just seeing what's going on. And here we go. Ukraine halts half of the world's neon output for chips. Clouding the outlook. Ukraine's two leading suppliers of neon, which produce about half the world's supply of the key ingredient for making chips, the same chips that Ford's shipping explorers without... have halted their operations as Moscow has sharpened its attack on the country, threatening to raise prices and aggravate the semiconductor shortages. From 45 to 54% of the world's semiconductor-grade neon, critical for the lasers used to make chips, comes from two companies in Ukraine. According to Reuters, calculations based on figures from the companies and market research, Neon consumption for chip production reached about 540 metric tons last year. Both firms have shuttered their operations, according to company representatives contacted by Reuters. The stoppage casts a cloud over the worldwide output of chips already in short supply after the panorama drove up demand for cell phones, laptops, and later cars, forcing some firms to scale back production. While estimates vary widely about the amount of neon stocks chip makers keep on hand, production could take a hit if the shutdown drags on. You're going to start, you're going to want to start fixing items versus replacing refurbishing you know it's, it's gonna it, it may for a while be difficult to get your hands on new devices finished vehicles after they've been you know they've come off the factory line new computers new hard drives new cell phones and if you can't get your hands on them they're going to be very expensive and they're going to say, oh, it's inflation. There's a lot of things going on in this market. CNN Business, the West is going to hit Russia with more sanctions. Not good. Western sanctions are decimating Russia's economy and sending shockwaves through global markets. Global markets, excuse me. Still, there's more to come from the United States. And its allies, President Byron, is flew to Europe today on a trip that includes meetings in the EU. 
NATO and G7 leaders. Byron announces a further package of sanctions on Thursday, according to the National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan. And that's not all, quote, one of the key elements of that announcement will focus not just on adding new sanctions, but on ensuring that there is a joint effort to crack down on evasion, on sanctions busting, on any attempt by any country to help Russia basically undermine, weaken, or get around the sanctions, end quote, said Sullivan. And I think that right there is going to be the problem. That is what is going to allow the United States and these different four, these allies to focus on countries like China, countries like Iran, countries like Syria. And as I said, I'm not, I have no view pop politically on this stuff. I'm just speaking facts or my extrapolated hypothetical hypothetical um, version of what I see could happen or is going to happen. I, you know, I don't know. I can't speak facts with regards to the future. I'm not silly. But this is to me, this is not looking good. CNN Business U.S. warns businesses to prepare for Russian cyber attacks. Here's how they can do that. It's happening how my homie said it's going to happen. My my good friend. Russia's war in Ukraine and its diplomatic conflict with the United States both continue to escalate. The warnings that Russia hackers, Russian hackers could go after U.S. businesses have gained new urgency. U.S. President Byron urged businesses and business leaders to strengthen their online defenses, warning that his Russian counterparts could use cyber attacks as a means of escalating the crisis. Quote, the point is that he has the capability. End quote. Byron told the Business Roundtable quarterly meeting in Washington, who went on to say, quote, he hasn't used it yet, but it's part of his playbook. End quote. The FBI warned that hackers linked to Russian Internet addresses have been scanning the networks of five U.S. energy companies, and experts have warned of significant vulnerabilities in U.S. systems that Russian hackers can exploit as evidenced by attacks last year that breached Florida's water supply, hit one of the world's largest meat producers, and shut down one of America's largest fuel pipelines for days. This is the prepping. What if what if the internet goes down? What if the power grid goes down? Guys, I am not. I'm saying this. I'm not trying to be an alarmist. I'm not an alarmist. I don't like, I'm not a clickbaiter. I don't want to be a clickbaiter. I don't want you here because you saw some clickbait or you heard some snippet that I said that makes you think that you can Get some quick information or get a quick something. I'm not trying to get a quick sale. It's, you know, hey, I'm saying this because this is what's in front of me. So, you know, think about not having power. Think about not having water, like running, running water. Russian hack, hackers, there were not necessarily Russian hackers, but there were attacks last year that breached Florida's water supply, the whole state. I'm not tripping when I say, you know, 
some water. I'm not tripping when I'm saying, you know, some 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 energy. What if you don't have power? You what do you if you don't have power? You need food. You need energy. You need water. If you don't have power in your home, you don't have internet in your home, you don't have gas in your home, you don't have running water in your home, now your home is not really livable. But hey, better safe than sorry. Moving forward. Inflation rose 7.9% in February as food and energy costs push higher prices. I'm sorry, push prices to its highest in more than 40 years. We've been talking about inflation for a while here at the foundation. A couple of years, I think. Excluding food and energy, both of which also moved sharply higher during the month, core inflation still rose 6.4%. The highest since August 1982, gas Groceries and shelter were the biggest contributors to CPI gain. Auto prices eased. Worker paychecks fell further behind as inflation-adjusted earnings dropped almost a full percentage point, contributing to a 2.6% decline over the past year. Yipes. Reuters, U.S. farm groups urge sowing or growing crops on protected land as war cuts off supplies. Farm groups are urging urging the U.S. Agriculture Department to allow farmers uh, the ability to plant on acres set aside for conservation to help fill the absence of corn, wheat, and sunflower oil amid certain geopolitical events. In a letter to U.S. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack, seven agriculture lobbying organizations representing U.S. farmers, feed producers, grain exporters, millers, bakers, and oilseed processors asked the USDA to provide flexibility to farmers to plant crops on more than 4 million acres of, quote, prime farmland, end quote, Currently enrolled in the Farm Service Agency's Conservation Reservation Program without penalty. The program pays farmers to fallow land for a 10-year period. Quote, it remains unclear whether farmers, global farmers, will be able to safely plant crops this spring. Time is of the essence. The planting window in the United States has already opened. End quote. Food is Food prices are higher due to inflation. Energy prices are higher. Uh, living costs are higher. You got farmers worried about supplies for the United States. Y'all, just, you know, start grabbing some extra. Start grabbing some extra food. Start grabbing some extra food. You know, even at the worst worst case scenario, you buy you buy two extra cans, you know, of corn. And I'm just using corn as an example. In February, at least in June, 
you will have paid less for the same corn if you bought it in June because inflation is hitting like that. CNBC oil jumps 5% as Caspian pipeline disruption adds to supply fears. It's not going away. Let me speed up a little bit. European Union seeks answers to energy supply crunch. It's not just the United States. CNBC gold gains on concerns of the crisis, inflation, unruly inflation, and the intensifying political crisis, Fed demand for safe haven metal gold, although a firmer dollar and a high bond yields put a lid on its gains. Safe haven. Embarrassed to say I haven't checked the precious metals prices today. CNN Business Arizona is the first state to accept digital driver's licenses on iPhones. iPhone owners with an Arizona driver's license or state ID can now upload either to their Apple wallet, making the first time a U.S. state has supported digital versions of this type of identification in the app. Here we go. Y'all see the future coming? I see the future coming. CNN Business, Microsoft confirms it was breached by a hacker group. Was it Russia? We don't know. Microsoft has confirmed it was breached by a hacker group, Lapsus. Adding to the cyber gang's growing list of victims, in a blog, to, in a blog post, Microsoft said Lapsus had compromised one of its accounts, resulting in Limited access to company systems, but not the data of any Microsoft customers. Quote, our cybersecurity response teams quickly engaged to remediate the compromised account and prevent further activity. End quote. Microsoft said in the post, the disclosure, excuse me, comes after lapses claimed credit for compromising Okta, the widely used digital identity management firm. On Tuesday evening, following an investigation into those claims, Okta acknowledged that hundreds of its customers may have been affected by a breach in January linked to one of its Okta's outside contractors. January. You're dealing with these companies. Give them your personal, private information. And they lose, and they're not even telling you about it. <laughs> I'm just playing. But I'm not. I'm not joking. But that's it for current events, y'all. So, as I said, I'm not looking to be an alarmist, but I do feel the same way I felt before the panorama. And I had some information, and I did not disclose it. So I'm disclose. I have some information now. I just disclosed it. I think, you know, this 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 geopolitical crisis that's happening is going to escalate, and it's going to draw in more countries. And I do believe the United States is going to be with it. So what I would recommend, what do you do? You know, am I concerned? So are you concerned? You think we're going to invade it? You think there's going to be Russian troops on our soil? You think they're going to hit us with a nuclear bomb? No, I don't think there's going to be anything like that. I think, you know, the United States, America is one of the last countries. You know, it's the heavily and densely uh, populated gun place in the world, number one. Number two, um, you know, I think this is just going to be heavy on the economics, maybe some cyber attacks and stuff like that. Um, and if there is a, you know, f- uh, physical or military conflict, I don't, 
I do not in any way, shape, or form see it happening on American soil or, you know, North American, South American, whatever. I just don't see it. I really don't. Like uh, like my homeboy said, you know, it's going to be proxy, proxy. It's going to be a war fought with proxies and it's going to be, you know, really, really intense or tense. So... You know, with that being said, what do you, what do I do? What, do what I'm doing, I, you know, or do what you do. But what I'm doing is, you know, water, food, energy. That's what I'm thinking about. Shelter, you know. Um, yeah. Being able to prepare food without a stove, potentially, you know. That's that's the stuff that I'm thinking about. So having food, you know, if a, if a store's payment system is hacked, let's be serious. Their payment system is hacked, and you'd be like, well, you can accept cash. Well, we can, but our payment system is hacked. It's not it's not just our credit card system. It's our internal payment, the payment system that we use that we put in eight dollars and we hit enter and then it opens the drawer that has been hacked we can't even get the drawers open that's a a a situation that's got some potential to happen what do we do me personally i'm gonna go home i'm like all right well you know that's why that's why i was buying extra stuff this whole time it's cool make it work people who are not prepared like that. Hopefully are not you. People who listen to this, you know, to these episodes. So, you know, am I saying, oh, it's going to happen tomorrow? No, no, no. I I would just, you know, I am, you know, doing my best to stay ahead of inflation, which, you know, has accelerated purchases that I was, you know, putting off. Like, oh, I want to buy this 3D printer, you know, just saying random stuff, but um, you know, at those except those purchases, I'm gonna get that now before the price goes up. And sure enough, you know, I grab it and I check the price three months later, and it's like, whoa, you know, I'm glad I bought that last, you know, two months ago. And that's what's going on with food, with energy. You know, go easy on the gas, drive slower. You know, get used to it because this is this is gonna be for a while, and you know. If there's Russian hacks, if they can hack water supply, if they can hack payment systems, if you know, if they, if they can hack the energy um, structures, you know, if these things are potentials, just prepare for them. But let me get into the show. Look, why trust matters. Why trust matters. And as I was saying earlier, you know, the conceptually, conceptually, it's um. It's important for people to understand and comprehend why trust matters. So, I want you to understand. And the thing with it is, is, you know, the better that I comprehend and understand a concept or a thing, the more readily and concisely I can describe a thing or concept to someone else, you know, 
And that's how it is. So the, the, the more you understand and comprehend why trust matters, the easier and more simplified expressing that comprehension and that idea to someone else becomes. And of course, we're not talking about any type of statutory trust or, you know, any type of living trust or grantor trust or anything of that nature. But it is important to understand this. So as basic as I can put it, your life is private. What you do with your life is private. You know, the relationships you have are private. Everything is private. It's private. It's all private. Congress was delegated power and authority to regulate commerce. To regulate commerce. Commercial activities. Interstate commerce. Commerce. Commercial activities between people. I'm sorry. Persons. Excuse me. Commercial activities between persons within the same state. Federal Reserve notes. Congressional authority or constitutional authority which is federal so you know even if it's you and you and I in the state you know it's it's a business sale we're, we're handling business there's going to be some federal sales tax on there because of that federal jurisdiction the Congress of the United States with delegated power and authority by the Constitution to regulate commerce commerce commercial activity business which is public, it's not private. Now you can have private business, but one of the essential measures to ensure that your business stays private is that within your private business contracts or commercial transactions, I'm sorry, private transactions, you see what I'm saying? That you do not utilize Federal Reserve notes or any public instrumentality or instrument of value and you use no reference to it you know oh you know we're doing a contract with gold and silver okay so how much gold well we said the value of $75,000 well you just brought what is a dollar you mean the US dollar yeah well wow to remain private you would say if, if you want the value of $75,000 that's fine but do the math how, how, how much gold and silver does $75,000 buy with or acquire, I, I would say, with $75,000? How much can you do? And then say, that's how much gold and silver I want. Do not say anything regarding public commercial instruments. And that's what U.S. dollars are, the public commercial instruments. And this is what we need to understand. Now, it's fundamental to understand, and this is why there's a huge thing on SPC, secure party creditor, and people, you know, and the discharge debt, and the 1099, and all this stuff that I will not talk about, I will not discuss. And passionately, I have reasons behind that. And I'll just say it right now. I don't like to look backwards. Debt is behind me. I don't, I'm not, I don't care about debt. And the servicing, the payments that are required monthly or whatever to service that debt, as long as I'm looking in the future and worried about the present, 
and generating more income. To me, in my capacity as trustee or executive, whatever executive capacity I'm acting upon or under the authority of some sort of commercial entity, I understand that these, these are expenses. These, you know, these are budgeted in. These, you're going to have expenses when you're, when you're participating in commercial activity. There's going to be expenses. People, you know, trying to pay off their house or, 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 you know, these things with these, look, look, it's all about trust. Cause what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to go private. How you going to go private? Well, I mean, you know, I'm going to get 1099, you know, zero the accounts. Okay. You're going to zero the accounts. Now what are you going to do? Well, now I'm going to put everything, I'm going to go private. Okay. So how are you going to do that? Well, I'm going to capture the straw, man. Look, man. And that's when I just stop talking to people. Like, look, you need to go to spcuniversity.com. That's where you need to go. Because fundamentally, the comprehension isn't there. The comprehension is this, that I would like to express one of the, one of the points. And by the way, we got about three minutes and a half left in the broadcast. Uh, I will stream. I got more to say, man. You know, seriously. Sorry, current events is long, whatever, something was long, something happened, <laughs> but if you want to, you know, catch this whole broadcast live, you got to call in 563-999-3625, that's 563-999-3625, otherwise you will be disconnected, and you'll have to check out, like, the archive episode to catch, you know, everything, but, you know, hey, maybe that's, maybe that's cool, but, you are private. Look, listen, this is how I can explain it. You were not created. Your physical flesh, your body, you walk around jumping on a jungle gym. You were not created by any commercial process. You were not created by any commercial transaction. You were not created by any county action. You are created by any legislative statutory process that happened at your state government level in the 1980s, the 1990s, the 2000s, the 1970s, the 60s, the 50s, whenever you were born. It doesn't matter. There was no legislative core public commercial process that was executed or you know formulated in order for you to have life. Your life is private. Congress is giving and was delegated power from the Constitution to relegate con- commerce. And this is what I will say. This is what I will say. And this is about it. The function of the birth certificate is to bring your private labor into the commercial marketplace and to allow a lien to be placed on your physical vessel for commercial purposes, include claims or pledges to your future label and claims of commercial liability. That's 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 the through my studies, I I would debate anybody who did not agree. If I was like, yo, the function of the birth certificate is to bring your private labor into the commercial marketplace. Do you agree? And they said no, I would 
sit there for hours and debate them if I had to, especially if they had any type of public following that consisted of you know people who look like me and talk like me and walk like me and and and, and were you know basically normal. You know is what I'm trying to say. Normal people you know, consider normal. You got weirdness going in your family. You got that one uncle who's crazy. That's what I consider normal. You know what I'm saying? People like me. If anyone were to debate me, they're like, no, I don't, you know, hey, I don't agree with you, Soldell. That's actually incorrect. And, and, and this is the reasons why, you know, I postulate such a, you know. The function of the birth certificate is bringing private labor into, labor into the commercial marketplace. The reason there is no money, the reason, one of the reasons, one of the functions of not having any true money in the system is to allow for the creations of loans and credit. Why? Because loans and credit, I don't care if it's a mortgage, if it's a credit card, I don't care what it is, man. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. I get passionate about this stuff. Loans and credit create future liability. Claims to future labor. How can you how can you truly say, hey man, I'm gonna pay this 30 year mortgage on this on this property and not understand that the 30th payment of that mortgage Unless you have the money already set aside, and if you do, why do you, why are you getting a mortgage? Why would you pay interest if you don't have to? Unless you have the money already put set aside, that second payment, that third, that thirtieth, that final mortgage payment, you don't have the money. No, how are you going to get it? Well, I'll get it. Get it. You will get it. That is future tense. You're saying something about your future actions. Well, yeah. That's what the mortgage is. So you understand that you're creating a liable, a liability claim on your future labor. That's what a mortgage is. That's what these credit card contracts are. That's what anything credit or debt based in this system 100% allows. Now, this is a benefit in a lot of ways. This allows the untouchables, the lower class of this society. This is why the American dream, if you work hard, but you know, a lot of people think if you work hard, like they think physical labor, and then they get mad because they don't reach the American dream in the 30s and 40s and stuff, and then they you know have crisis, and you know it's a problem because your expectations were unrealistic, or your actions to reach those expectations were insufficient. The function of the birth certificate is to bring your private labor into the commercial marketplace. How can you pledge your future private labor? It's through a mortgage. It's through a credit contract. It's through some sort of credit contract or some debt contract. Either way, the company is giving you credit, which puts you in debt. It's a debt contract. Now, whether or not you're actually getting credit from the company or getting credit from the whatever, I'm not here to debate that. What I will say is the the company, the credit.
credit card company, whether it's Chase, the mortgage company, I don't care who it is, whether it could be Fannie Mae, I feel can postulate that there is some sort of debt owed for them to convert said credit that you don't know how to convert, that you haven't studied to learn how to convert. You want this 12-step program. You want Yusuf to teach you how to do it and, 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 and just show me the documents. Just show me what you did. Send me a scan of what you used at work so I can copy it. This stuff is weird. If these credits exist with this birth certificate, right? You know what I'm saying? You do not know how to convert them. You do not know how to utilize them. So these mortgage companies, credit card companies, if they are extending you your own credit, at least they know how to extend you your own credit so you can utilize it. So if somebody's going to pay interest or fees or something like that, if you can't do it on your own, you got to contract someone to do it for you. And if that's the case, that's what you're doing. You're contracting these mortgage companies to convert your credit. You're con- contracting these credit card companies to convert your credit. You're contracting with these banks to convert your credit. And is it your credit? I don't know. It's credit of that entity, the individual entity that you claim. And your claim, your claim, use, and utilization of this individual entity draws you personally, your private. Remember I said you private? There's no legislative function that can create a human, that can create a living, breathing boy or girl, child of man and woman. But the claim and utilization of this individual entity What it does is it encumbers your labor. And and this, this labor encumbrance translates plain English to you having to make payments for a specific amount of time until said payments are satisfied. And it encumbers your physical living, breathing body. If you don't make those payments, how? Because there are legislative processes and remedies that these companies have. And some of them include not only civil penalties, but criminal penalties and commercial criminal penalties. According to legislation, this commercial legislation that regulates commerce, which you brought yourself into personally, from the private because you are utilizing what? The commercialization of your private labor in the marketplace. It's plain and simple. That's why there's jurisdiction in these minimum contacts. You want to know a minimum contact? You're getting, you're getting debt. You're getting debt and, 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 and agreeing to make payments in the future. That's what it is. And you're utilizing this individual entity overall. You're utilizing this individual entity to conduct your commercial activities. These activities that will benefit you privately and your family privately. You see the you see the overlap? You see it? You see what I'm saying? This is why trust matters. This overlap, this minimum contact that is created because we don't know 
how to create a structure that is recognized to do business within the public and we weren't taught. So we use this birth certificate that allows us to com- to exchange our commercial label in the public, that allows us to take advantage of debt contracts and credit contracts, which pledges our future labor and allows these public entities to place liens on the individual entity, which has minimum contact, attachments, think of it as uh, feeding tubes attached to your body, your live body, claws just attached to you from this individual entity that allows your private personal body, body to be brought into the jurisdiction. Why? Because you owe a debt. You pledged your labor. I don't care if you 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 on the corner holding up a sign, that's laborious. Or if you're at a job, that's laborious. Or if you start a business and start producing a good or service, that's laborious. You pledged your labor. That equates to Federal Reserve notes, and that's what you said you would give. And you did it. You did this using this individual entity that brings you under these legislative policies and laws, quote. And that's why I tell trustees, hey, so you know, you know how you get trust, uh, the, the uh, credit on this trust, on this private contractual business trust? You know how you get credit? Nope. Try it. Good, good luck. A trust cannot pledge its labor. It can only pledge its assets. And if a trust does not have assets that a public bank or a public lending institution does not recognize, then the trust has no assets. But a trust does not have the, – the trustees have labor. And if they look at, you know, your short form indenture or your, your, your trust abstract, they're going to see that, you know, the trustees limited liability with regards to trust obligations. So, no, it is inherently difficult. I'm not going to say impossible because, you know, you can pledge assets that these lending institutions recognize and receive credit based on the pledging of those assets, which means they encumber those assets. If, you know, the trust doesn't pay, the, they, they take the assets. Well, is it gold, silver? Is it the house? The boat? doesn't matter. Whatever they accept and acknowledge that as assets. That's what's being pledged. Only a living, breathing man or woman can pledge their labor. And it's, you know, hey, it's one of the most beautiful things they figured out. It's, it's evil genius, this, this public dance they do. So it's important to separate yourself, your private labor from this public individual entity, this, this birth certificate. That brings it allows you to exchange your private labor into the commercial marketplace because you have no other private entity in order to execute that function. You are ignorant to any other way. Well, I could do what it is. I do an LLC. Okay, the LLC makes a profit. Who's the owner of the LLC? Uh, me. So where's where's the money go from the LLC to the to the owner? To you? Yeah. So what, you got a personal bank account to open? Yeah. Did you use your ID to open that? State ID? Yeah. Well, that's an individual account. That's an account of the individual. Whether you recognize it or not, that individual is separate from your living, breathing self. 
and is subject to controls not only by the state, but also by federal commercial regulations, which includes internal revenue service reporting and tax obligations. Why? Because it's created by the state. It's a function. It's it's a it's a it's a creature of state legislation. And each state signed the constitution, right? Or representative of each state. Now, I got to be specific, right? On behalf of their state in their capacity, the binding authority as whatever you know, whatever position they were holding under that state. Sign the Constitution, so there's federal authority right there. And the Constitution gives and delegates power and authority to regulate commerce to Congress. This is why trust matters. You can exchange your labor and expertise through a private trust contract and avoid a lot of that. Most all of it. Now, What you won't avoid is, in most cases, the requirement for the trust to file a trust return. But the requirement to pay taxes is functionally negotiable, I would say, due to the nature of the contract as well as the positive, I would say positive, positive and proper administration of the trust. That's why trust matters. You can be sued. I guess you, you know, I say you, I mean the individual, you can be sued. Anything that's titled in the name of that individual, you know, there it is. It's subject to legislative control and authority. Now, anything titled in a private trust contract is not subject to legislative control and authority. It depends on the situation, especially if it was being utilized for private trust purposes, and we, as proper, positive, Execution executioners of the contract, I'll say that. Claim that. Claim this fact. We enter a whole different area. Or should I say jurisdiction? Functionally. Functionally. And whether that's understood or not, that is an absolute fact. Anything titled in the name of the state. In the name of the state entity. Specifically, the individual is owned by the state, which essentially is the parent company and retains all rights to and interest and title in the property of its creations and its ancillaries, ancillaries, excuse me. You got probate, death tax, insurance, inheritance tax, generation skipping tax. You you have a lot of taxes. You got sales tax. You have income tax. You got use tax. You got a highway tax. 
depending on, you know, what your flavor of entertainment or, you know, pleasure is, there may be a tax to that. Some people like cigarettes. There's a tax on tobacco. There's a, there's a gas tax. There's a tax on gasoline. There's taxes up and down, left and right. Now, use taxes, I don't want to trip on, you know. I'm taxed on the use of a bridge. Especially if it's for business purposes, you know, like if it's for the company uh, vehicle that uses the utilizes this bridge in order to bring income into the company. Hey, it is what it is. But, you know, sales tax, right? These different income tax, right? I think that's private. I don't think you should be able to tax the income of a private entity that properly executes its function and contract. Well, maybe if there's excess, if if above and beyond through the you know transaction in the public. The trust may have excess is left over. Sure, whatever. And that's true. Trusts are taxable. And don't quote me because I'm not an attorney. I'm not a tax professional. I don't give legal advice, financial advice. I don't give preparation for cake advice. I don't give advice on how to inflate tires. What is the proper pressure? Is it 32 pounds per square inch? Is it 33 pounds? I don't give advice. When income, um, surplus income, profits income, any undistributed income specifically at the end of the fiscal year is taxed at 39.6% when it comes to trust. But why trust, why private trust matters is because a complex private trust can disperse or distribute, however you want to, you know, it's typically, you know, disperse 100% of his taxable income to his beneficiaries. And therefore, there's no there's no taxable event. There's nothing left to tax. Hey, you know, we, these are the expenses and whatever, this this was left over after expenses and all payments and stuff, and then what was left over, we di- we dispersed it to the beneficiaries. There's nothing left. What, do, what are you going to do? There's nothing left to tax. Only complex trusts can do that. There's no statutory benefit or privilege for any type of grantor or simple trust to do such a thing. There's a lot of more benefits to private trust and why private trust matters. But fundamentally, it is a look, listen, the utilization of private trust, specifically private business trust, is in my opinion, the ultimate replacement of the birth certificate because it is a private instrument that is utilized to exchange your labor through in the public. It is the private transmitting utility that is not regulated by any statutory authority versus the individual public structure or entity the public transmitting utility the public entity that you use to transmit your energy into the public 
or the private transmitting utility or entity that you utilize to transmit or exchange your energy into manifestations of the public, where it's manifestation into Federal Reserve notes, uh, stocks or bonds, however, whatever you, whatever it is, would you rather to use a public entity to do this thing now that you know exactly what you're doing? Or would you rather a private entity? Would you rather a public entity, the same public entity that you utilize to exchange your energy into the public? Energy. So that includes the debt and credits. So the future payments, future required energy that must be diverted to satisfy these obligations that we made in the past, these mortgage contracts and debt contracts, as well as title your property, your wealth that you've converted into real estate, into a car, into gold, into silver. Would you want to title that in the same entity that has those future obligations, mortgages, and allow for those valuables to be taken due to the lack of ability to pay those future obligations? That's why private trust matters. That's why there's a family trust and asset trusts. Asset trusts hold family property at arm's length, independent of the structure that's utilized to generate income or to convert your energy, independent of the structure that is utilized to care and provide food, clothing, shelter, education, health care, and retirement services for the beneficiaries, for the family members. So they're separate, independent, distinct entities that cannot be attached. Property in the asset trust cannot be taken because the business trust could not make its payments or meet its loan obligations. That's not the same with an individual. They can force you to foreclose on your house or shorts or sell your house because your house is worth $200,000, owe $150,000 to the mortgage company. So there's $50,000 in equity that they want. So you got to sell the house, get $200,000, pay your mortgage company $150,000, and then the other $50,000 you got to give to us, and you're left with nothing. Because 15 years ago, you signed a contract that you would make payments. And we don't care what happened. We don't care what transpired in your life. Or who you lost. Or what you lost. You signed this contract to make these payments 15 years ago. That's why private trust matters. Because this commercial system, the way it is set up is for debts to be created and for debts to be enforced period don't care how you securitize the debt whether you're securitizing it with labor you're securitizing it um, 
And if you're securitizing it with later, that's future payments. Or you're securitizing it with assets, stocks or bonds or gold or whatever. That's what it is. And the name of the game is to pull more value out of the public than you put in it. And there are structures in the public created just for that function, from McDonald's to mortgage companies. And if you sign a mortgage note for $200,000, for for $150,000, let's say you sign a mortgage note for $150,000, and, and my you know, there's a company that's created that'll buy that note at a discount and then accept the payments, which means up front they paid maybe, if your note's one fifty, they paid $100,000 for that note. Which means they stand to make 50 G's over the life of 30 years. Now, they also stand to make money off of late payments. And they also stand to be able to foreclose on the property. And hit you with fees and all this other stuff. So they can, you know, say that basically we don't owe you any money after we take this property. Because, yeah, there's equity. But, you know, there was this fee and that fee and this fee and that fee. And then lawyer fees and these fees. So, you know, after that, all these accounting for all these fees, there's nothing left over to, to disperse to you. Goodbye. And what does that do? Ultimately, that creates more value for that company, and there's private shareholders of that company who are extracting wealth out of the public for their family. It's commercial war. You have to understand what's going on. You have to understand what weapons you're using or entities or structures you're utilizing in this commercial warfare marketplace. Understand what's at stake and understand why private Trust matters. I think it's I think it's absolutely it's at one one hundred percent important, you know, to have a as full of a picture and understanding and comprehension of what we're dealing with as possible. And in order to do that, you know, I think part of it is you know. Me speaking on things that I know and the, and the way that I look at things and the things that I comprehend and understand and relaying that in the manner in which I'm able to do to you, you know, to the audience, to those who have ears to hear, you know, I'm probably you can't see me, but you, you know, if you have ears to hear, and that's what, you know, as so L, that's what I'm looking to do here at the foundation. That's the the purpose of the expression of my labor through the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. And, you know, if you're interested, you know, if you're interested in knowing more about trust, you know, I invite you to check out WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. Peruse that at your leisure. You can also book a consultation. You know, you can email me, admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. Or you can go to welcome to the foundation.com website and book a consultation right there. And then we'll get you we'll get you sorted. Also, you know, sign up for the email list. We got a we got some ex- exclusive deals coming to email subscribers only. Probably in the next week or so, I would say that. Be honestly. So if you're interested, check that out, you know. Um also, you know, if you want to start a business you want to get it properly, you know, set up, properly erected, properly 
classified on the business, um, I'm sorry, on the state and federal level, your business. Bank accounts, you know, setting up business credit. And, you know, the necessary functions uh, from, you know, the first, first, I guess, bank credit card to how to get your, you know, your hands, your business hands on its first, you know, corporate address. You know, I can help you with all that. So, you know, set up a consultation. Also, trustee training. You do that every Sunday, trustees heavy in training. You know, and that training includes, you know, asset trust, business trust, and family trust. You know, if you're interested in trustee training, we're about to start a brand new session here really quick. So it's a perfect time to jump into trustee training. If you're on the fence, you can email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. You can also email the secretary, secretary at welcometothefoundation.com. And honestly, these days, I'm not even going to lie, you'll probably get a faster response from the secretary. She's going to be faster than me. I'm just going to tell you. And, you know, there's transitions. There's things happening here at the foundation. Things changing because change is always constant, but change can be good. But, you know, there's definitely things, <clears throat> excuse me, going to be changing here at the foundation. Um, and, you know, I will uh, inform you in due course. <laughs> but, you know, that's to show why private trusts matter. You know, why? Why does private trust matter? Well, I hope, hopefully, I've broken down the core functions of, you know, the commercial marketplace. I've broken down the core power and delegation of authority of Congress with regards to its uh, regulation of commerce. And I've broken down the core function of uh, an entity, you know, whether it's the birth certificate or it's articles of organization for an LLC, articles of org- of incorporation for corporation, whether it's a, a trust indenture, a trust abstract, a public trust indenture, or a private trust. They're all entities. Transmitting utilities that we use to exchange our energy in the public marketplace. I'm going to give you this energy. Hey, I mean, you know, I work for you, or you know, I put up, you know, my company. Quote. We'll put up your drywall. That's that's a labor exchange. That's labor exchange. It's labor exchange for what? For currency notes. For currency notes. For currency notes. And then what do you do with the currency notes? Acquire assets. Acquire assets. Of course. We have to pay expenses. What? Expenses are also food, clothing, shelter, exp- you know, they, these are expenses. As well as the expenses of running the business and, you know, with the profits of that, you know, after all that, acquire assets, acquire assets, acquire assets. Why? Because that's the name of the game. You want to pull more out of the public than you put in. That's what everybody's doing who understands this game. Those who do not understand this game, they are pulling more into the public than they're pulling out. And that's why you're unhappy with your job. That's why the the price increases really bother you. Because it's taking more money from you. That's why you may be unhappy with your career path. That's why you may be unhappy with your finances. That's why you may be unhappy just in general with your overall results of your interface with the public. 
for the past however many years since you got out of college, since you started, since you, you got your GED, since you whatever, since you started exchanging that energy into the public. That's why. That's that's why. Because you're not there's fundamentally, and I would say on a subconscious level for most of us, we know that what we're putting in at the job does not equal the checks we get. We don't understand where to put that energy, that anger, that frustration. It's not the job's fault, it's not the boss's fault. Why? It's because we don't understand the fundamental functions. And procedures of commerce. What is actually happening? What are we actually doing? What is the purpose? Why do our companies willing to hire me and give me money? At least some of the inner workings of this, so I can utilize that knowledge to create a better result for myself and my family. That's why trust matters. You want to experience something different, you have to do something different. And I love you. I can't do anything for you, but I can do my best to express what I feel is necessary in order for you to do these things for yourself to begin, which is really the biggest issue for most people is most people are just so afraid to begin, so afraid to take the leap. So afraid to be exposed. So afraid to let go of what you kind of like so you can grab what you love because you don't want to lose what you kind of like. Some people want to let go of what they don't like. So they can grab a hold of what they love. Why? It's the fear of the in-between. It's the fear of that moment of after I let go and right before I grab the new thing. It's scary for a lot of people. But most of us, if we know it and we understand the thing, we can educate ourselves and take action against a thing or take actions to avoid a thing. And that's hopefully what I'm helping y'all do. So with that being said, I appreciate y'all. I hope y'all learned something from the show. I hope your perspective was broadened, expanded. Maybe you look at things a little different. You understand why trust matters. And you're willing to invest in yourself, in your education, all the hours that you've given the job, all the hours you've given the company or the companies. For the benefit of the company, for the purpose of generating income for the shareholders or the owners or whatever. These, this purpose outside of yourself and your nature, beyond the fact that you were exchanging your labor for Federal Reserve notes, trying to live, trying to be better, trying to do something. All of that energy, all those hours and minutes that you've done, that you've given, invested, if you want to say. But it was a poor investment. The best investment is investing in yourself, investing in your education, your private education. 
and then acting and functioning with that investment, that proper investment that can't be taken away from you. You can't get fired. Your knowledge can't fire you. Wake up one morning and in your mind you hear, you know what? And you're like, what's up, knowledge? You're fired. And then knowledge just jump out your head. Understanding core functions of systems, specifically the commercial system and the entities and structures that are utilized within that system is paramount. Understanding what other entities are allowed within that system that the system did not create, such as private contract trust, is also important. So I hope, I hope you understand a little bit better why trust matters. I'm not going to take any calls this evening. I know I usually don't. I got emails. So, you don't even take calls anymore. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I love y'all, though. Um, but I have to be honest. The only thing that is constant is change. And, you know, things are changing for me. So, you know, my availability has changed. Uh, the things that I'm able to do has changed. The time that I'm able to devote to the foundation, honestly, has changed. And, um, you know, things will continue to change. And I'm not trying to threaten anyone. What I am saying is, you know, nothing stays the same. All things change. Nothing remains constant. And um, some opportunities that are available to you today will not be available to you tomorrow. And it is important sometimes to know when to jump or pounce on an opportunity. It's also important sometimes to know when to overextend yourself for an opportunity and when not to overextend yourself, if you know what I mean. I'll say financially and, you know, energetically. How about that? Yeah, I'll be there at 9 o'clock, but, you know, you stay up until 4 o'clock. And, you know, you won't be sleeping at 9 o'clock. So you know what it is. But I just want you to have more information so you can make a better decision. I just want you to correctly apply the correct information so you can have a proper benefit. If I, I believe it or not, I receive joy from your um from the positive enhancement or from the from the from me witnessing the positive enhancements in your life due to the implementation of this information. So, you know, consultations, admin at welcome to the foundation dot com, um, you know, trustee training Admin at welcome to the foundation.com foundation. And you know, it is what it is. I love y'all, man. I really do. You know, get prepared. Uh, you know, inflation, these prices are going to continue to go up. So think about that when you're buying that product. You know, maybe buy two bottles of that barbecue sauce because you know, in five months, it's not going to be the same price. And even if you only use one bottle every five months, if you wait, five months and go get that other bottle, you will miss it, have missed the opportunity to pay less for that same product. Don't go crazy. Think about energy. Think about water. And think about food. And maybe not necessarily, ooh, there is no food, but such an example, you know, they're saying watch out for attacks, hacks and stuff like that. Payment, have you thought about that? Payment processing system. Well, I got cash. No, sir, not my credit card system. The entire payment processing system. Like the, the 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 registers will not open. They won't respond. They won't accept cash or credit. It's a potential. It's a possibility. So 
a little bit of preparation goes a long way. Um, moderation of all things. Do not go overboard. But I love y'all. So do your dance. With that being said, y'all have a great evening. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Make sure you check out WelcomeToTheFoundation.com because, you know, I think it's just a glorious, luxurious site. Nevertheless, sign up for the email list. We got that exclusive email subscriber well, I call it an event. Yeah, we can call it an event. That'll be popping. So you, you want to be signed up for the email list. But, uh, you know, my name is Soak L. You know, this is the, this has been the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. It has been a pleasure as always. I trust that you will be well. I trust that you will have a luxurious, luxurious day today and tomorrow and everything uh, in the future. You know what I mean? Just, uh, you know, living your best life takes worse. work. I think that's that's not what's said. I'm living my best life, and it took work. That should have been the song. I'm living my best life, and it took work. I'm living my best life. You know what I'm saying? And it took work. That's what, that should have been the song. So people know it ain't easy. Sometimes it's, it's a little more simple, but it's not it's not too easy. But getting up and going to work every day ain't easy either. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, hey, you can make a choice. Let's put, let's put it into perspective. I love you very much, y'all. Have a great week. As I say, enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Make sure you send tape. You, wow. Make sure you say 10 things. That you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night. That is important. And let's focus on what we love, not what we don't. What we focus on, we give life. You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah. My name is Soul L for the foundation on High Frequency Radio Network. Peace to the God. High Frequency Radio.